0: joining us on another episode of why theory as always i am your host Ryan Engley joined as always by co-host Todd McGowan who is going to wait to say hello for a second because i have a little a little thank you message this is going to be like a little bit of a thank you and, a, and an apology uh, to begin this episode last episode as Uh, Many of you know the – we had some issues with track uh, drifting and not – it wasn't synced up at first. The content and freedom episode was when we first uploaded it. There was a problem. Both of our our audio tracks were not uh, in sync and this was like – made it kind of unlistenable uh, for for folks. And this is the thank you part because – I heard personally from oh, i don't know like five listeners like reached out to me about this like almost immediately, and uh three of whom offered to to help fix the track uh and we had new reviews on iTunes that um were alerting us about the problem with the track, and they were also five star reviews, and I just kind of think like how grateful and and kind you all are so and I really appreciate. Um, reaching out and also reaching out with the generosity that everyone did. Um, and now for the apology, Todd. You technologically. No, 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 no. No, no, no. You're not ready. You technologically illiterate serial wanker.
1: What do you have to say for yourself? I'm Explain sorry. Explain yourself. I'm sorry. I just uh, couldn't, you know, I was sick. So. I'm like Jordan Peterson. I'm going to make excuses for my. Oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, clean clean up your room, Todd. To yeah. Tend your
1: own garden. All right. Yeah. He's actually Jordan Peterson is right now in a medically induced coma in Russia. Yeah, he's he's not in a good way. He's no. not in a good way. Yeah, so I shouldn't I shouldn't pick on him. But anyway, I do apologize, and uh, I do want to say also that the uh, episode is fixed. So if you ever if you got the wrong one, you can go back and get the right one. And if you don't know what we're talking about, we'll stop talking about it.
0: <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah, definitely. We'll stop. We'll stop. We'll stop with the apology, and we'll get to the uh, we'll get to the content. So uh, today um, we are going. To, but Todd, how are you?
1: <laughs> I'm okay. I'm okay. Right.
0: <laughs> Good. Um, so we're going to get to um, uh, going back to our aphorism series with Lacan, and we're going to look at a um, a pretty big uh, phrase of his. Um, Very, very famous. Um, If you are someone for whom your um, entry to Lacan came through, I don't know, like a Peter Berry introduction to literary theory, Uh, one of the things that you maybe uh, would have read about Lacan is that he brings uh, Freud uh, more into the realm of structural linguistics and language. And that take, I want to say, is like largely sourced from the phrase that we're talking about today, which is that the unconscious is structured like a language, a very, very famous, um, and well-known, I think, aphorism of, of Lacan's that, uh, doesn't have as linear and clear a trajectory and application as many might think. Isn't that right?
1: That's correct. As, as I even thought before I, I sort of delved into it. Yeah. That's interesting. That it, yeah, that, it th- th- that it, its first appearance is actually in seminar eleven, which is nineteen sixty four, which is kind of crazy.
0: Yeah, right, right, and it's which is not to say that, of course, I mean this is what we're going to get into. Like, is not to say that, that this is the, the that's the first time that he like seriously talked or, or seriously had his own formulation of uh of of the unconscious because it's um it's at the it's at the beginning. Of, well, it's at the beginning of the Akri, but the beginning of the Acree is um, a lecture from seminar two. So that's not necessarily like the first writing, but um, it's like, as we always talk about, I just, it, it's so interesting that he puts that, that, um, that lecture at the beginning of the Acree as uh, uh, though it's like, I don't know, like a, like as good an introduction to his thought as, as he has in, in the, in the writings. Like, I don't know. That's kind of how I take it. Yeah, I, I think I that's know.
1: right. I think that, you know, I think that, it just shows that the his reading of the purloin letter, where he he's and it's really a reading about the signifier. So I think mm-hmm, it's a, mm-hmm. one way of testifying to the importance of the signifier for his thought. And I think the formulation that he gives there is is it's fascinating because I think it's not mm-hmm. exactly the unconscious is structured like a language. It's the unconscious is the other's discourse. Yeah, which is yeah. I think it's 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 strange that that's the. That's the first formulation that it gets. And then later... And, he, he, and just just
0: to underline, yeah. he f- is clear this is my formulation. He this says is that right... This my formulation. Right. Yeah, yeah. And then it's in italics and uh, yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, I think that's... I mean, so maybe part of what I think is interesting is that I. this is one of those places where I almost think he, even though this is early on, that he's aware he's breaking... If not breaking from Freud, I was going to say breaking from Freud, but if not doing that, at least developing a Freudian idea in a way that Freud himself definitely wouldn't have developed it, right? Mm-hmm. So that's I think mm-hmm. that that's one of the things that. So this is a real like the other Lacanian aphorisms are his. I don't know, maybe this is they're all have the, they're all more him than Freud, but I feel like this mm-hmm. one really is this for like him staking out his own turf as a. Yeah. As a, a separate kind of psychoanalytic theorist than Freud,
0: yeah, and and it gets back to uh, something that we've we've had listeners reach out to us about um, something we uh, mentioned on the podcast. Um, I'm not sure when the first time we brought this up, but like one of the ways certainly um, to begin to understand how Lacan separ- separates, iterates, uh, expands upon uh, Freud. Uh, is to, as we've said in the past, that l- what Lacan does is he socializes Freud. And I think that it's, it's pretty, it's, it's arguable that with this phrase, unconscious is, is structured like a language, um, he is self-consciously bringing the unconscious into the realm of the social in, uh, it, a- against the privatization of the, the unconscious, right. you might say, that, that was right. starting to happen after Freud.
1: Or maybe with Freud like I'm not sure that I like I think Freud I think he has a notion I mean I don't know I mean I think it's a it's contestable and once the problem is that once you read Lacan and you go back and read Freud Freud, it seems like Freud's already saying all the things that Lacan thinks so that's a <laughs> I think it's hard to really rip them apart right, in a way yeah. that I would or maybe someone would want to uh, but I, I I do think that that even Freud himself kind of, in, like the unconscious is sort of an individual mm-hmm. in, individual agency. And I think that's what Lacan wants to get away from. So I think you're right, definitely right. right that this is part of this socialization or, or making psychoanalysis into a, a theory of the social in addition to being a theory of the individual psyche.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think that it's... I, so what he like leans on, I mean, we were talking about this before the show, that like the... um the parapraxis that I like is a very Lacanian read, isn't it? That's true. Like, yeah, you know, like the 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 one that most folks talk about, called Freudian slip, is when you you say more than you mean, uh, you know, a slip of the tongue. And the the one that I, that I I like to think about the most is is the, is the mishearing, which is a, a profoundly social, uh, and and like how mishearings like you know propagate. They add upon uh, the like they they, they just proliferating culture and that's where it's kind of interesting that's where the the other's discourse is kind of is maybe like discourse is an interesting word for that i just i know that he he changes it and um i don't think the timeline uh works works out but like i certainly like foucault changes what that word means and, and and it's it's definitely probably better for lacan that he doesn't uh that he doesn't say unconscious, like he doesn't hold to the unconscious as the other's discourse.
1: Yeah, but because, also, yeah, you know. go ahead. Are you
0: no, sorry? no, 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 please jump in.
1: Well, I was going to say that it's, it's um, that I, I think that the, he, he he, talks in, like all of us, when Seminar 17, he invents the four discourses. Yeah. Then I think he would yeah. not want to say the unconscious as the other's discourse, because I think that it's maybe too limited a way of yeah. thinking about the unconscious but but then the funny thing is that around that time not not quite that late but around that time he says this thing which is doesn't seem to jibe with the unconscious is structured like a language he says the unconscious is the other's desire yeah so that's kind of a that's in the 60s so that's that, that's a that's really a interesting kind of a way to turn it i guess you have to think about what he means by the other's desire but that i mean i guess that jives more with what our classic understanding of the unconscious mm-hmm. is whereas i think the unconscious is structured like a language maybe doesn't make i think that maybe is harder to make sense of initially
0: so let's do i think right now it would be a pretty good point what's the um orthodox uh, understanding of the unconscious from freud and then how does uh what like how is what lacan does like i was he iterating and, and, and changing and putting a twist on it
1: so so initially I think Freud just thinks the unconscious is the repressed and then he adds this idea that it, that the unconscious is the there's part of the, all the other agency the but part of both the ego and the superego that are that are unconscious as well because they can't like their operation can't mm-hmm. be assimilated to consciousness I think that's be, I mean that's a negative definition of it but it's just mm-hmm. what can't be assimilated to consciousness I think that mm. and 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 he does align it with what he calls the primary process. But again, <laughs> yeah. that maybe changes when he discovers in nineteen twenty, when he discovers death drive, I think, because I, I think at that point what's unconscious is is a drive, right? And then mm-hmm. and which is which is I don't know, you maybe associate that with id, right? And then but there's still uh, there's always aspects of ego and superego that are unconscious because they can't w- their operation doesn't like they 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 come into they come into into conflict with the way that the I don't know that the way that the the the, the way that consciousness wants to think about things. I think that yeah. I, I guess that's what I would say that that it that it's a that unconscious is what can't be assimilated to my conscious will. So it's ever mm-hmm. so so it's it's maybe I would think about this opposition between desire and will as as in some way mirroring the opposition between unconscious and consciousness.
0: No, that's really good. And do you and, think that works? I don't know. Yeah, I sorry. think it works because well, what we're trying to get out of, I think that like, um, and we're going to do, uh, uh, an episode on it, ego, super ego, uh, soon. Um, but I think the, at least this is when when i was uh when I was in high school, and I think probably- maybe other people in when in, your high
1: school teacher taught you Lacan you were you... no 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 <laughs>
0: <laughs> i think we we read like lord of the flies and 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 like the, i think that's a it's a common thing to learn uh like a high school version of it ego super ego and and like a book like that, and then right. you get this this iceberg and uh it's like the bottom is the is the is the id or like there's this like the model of the house and like the id is in the basement. And mm-hmm. what is important I, I uh, in like in everything that you just said is that like um unconscious is not it well for one that's we're we're gonna get into it like another episode, but that's not, not a super great way of understanding the the way that um it ego superego relate to each other um and where what they are like for themselves, but like the, the unconscious can't just be basement because then that like defeats the purpose of the prefix, right? Like the whole, right. Pur- right. The whole purpose is un. it's not sub like that's right. like, that's right. one of the most right. important things. It's not subconscious implies a hierarchy. It means you can be above it and unconscious is we've talked about in other episodes means that the ego is not master in its own house. Right. And like, that's a, a super important point. And again, also that, uh, the unconscious it, it worms its way into like all like registers of psychic life is not not just um is not just perceivable in 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 pure you know absence i guess is is, is uh,
1: right i mean i think it is perceivable in absences but it also i but i think you're right like it always is in every Register in every part i like that way of saying it that is in every part of psychic life right that it can't and it's it, it, it makes itself felt through disruption through the way yeah. in which mm-hmm. the like and again i think this idea of will i like this idea of will being distorted and that the way that it's distorted is the unconscious Right, Like mm-hmm, the way, mm-hmm. like I want things, I consciously want things to be, a, to, I consciously want to do a certain thing and mm-hmm. the unconscious is what slightly distorts it so I end up doing something else. Like I want <laughs> right, to, you right. know, like I want to, I'm going to go down tonight and I'm going to want to just eat my dinner and then have nothing else afterward. That'll be my mm-hmm. conscious will, <laughs> but instead I'll have... You're going to you know, have cake? Have, I, I, I I'm I might have some cake after dinner, right? <laughs> although that I, I, as I'm t- saying this, it can't be right though because I I really I I, I consciously want the cake and I don't really yeah, consciously yeah. not want to have the cake. But my, the point is still I mean the point works uh, even though in my case it's wrong. <laughs> I mean it's not yeah. applicable. But I think that happens a lot. Like you want to eat a certain thing and your unconscious derails you to pick out this other thing right. that you that you eat instead, like, okay, someone brought over some challah two nights mm. ago and I, it was late at night. I just wanted to go to bed and not eat anything and I just kept taking bites. I never do this. I kept taking <laughs> bites of it and, and eating it and so that was the way my unconscious was just at work d- slightly <laughs> derailing, you know, what I consciously wanted to do. Y- so I think know, that, c- yeah.
0: can I give you, this, this will be slightly traumatizing for you. Can <laughs> okay. I give you an example of this about you? <laughs> okay. This is when this, I, was in a, I was in a class of yours and, um, you had, I do this too. I have really bad, um, uh, chalkboard or whiteboard handwriting. It's just like, it's really, it's really bad. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I, we're, well, let's, I'll be kind to both of us. It's serviceable. Okay. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's like a like a left handed reliever that makes his career striking out only right uh, handed batters. Uh, so anyway, th- that's that's my handwriting on the board. And, and I remember this Just I don't know why this sticks out to me, but I remember. I think you drew. You, I'm gonna say draw because you didn't write. You drew a letter K that was like borderline illegible. <laughs> okay. And but you were you kept talking. I, I it was in the comedy class, and you just kept talking, and you kept every time you paused. You kept trying to fix it, and you never erased it. You just kept, you kept drawing on it, and this K ended up looking like an octopus. By the end, oh, it was funny. just like it was like it was me, and I think I was like a Duncan. I know you remember Duncan. We were yeah. just like we were just like what is he doing? Why is he why is he, why is he doing that? It was very anyway. So so, so I'm yeah, trying
1: consciously to create a certain shape, and yes. the unconscious is derailing my <laughs> making my K into an octopus. Yeah, I think yeah, that's good. Yeah. I think it's good, or I mean, the obvious one is is relationships, right? Like you, you're mm-hmm, you're mm-hmm. you're seeking out a certain type of person that would be good for you, and your unconscious slightly tweaks it so you get a person that's <laughs> terrible for you. Right? Yeah. Like that, yeah,
0: well, and that's and then that I mean that gets into um, I mean that, that certainly gets into uh, the, the logic of uh, of drive as well, right. which is like you're um, it's a lot more. <laughs> You 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 being unhappy is a lot more interesting psychically than being happy, right? For your uh, own
1: psyche, I think that's really yeah. an interesting point that your psyche wants to keep things interesting unconsciously. Yeah. I think that I it's sort of a banal way to think of it, but I think it's a really good way that you that you're you're just trying to mix things up, you know, just trying to like <laughs> keep it interesting. And if you're right, if there's someone that's perfect for you, it's mm-hmm. the most uninteresting, it's the most psychically uninteresting thing imaginable. Right.
0: There's a really there's a Seinfeld episode where um, I forget the name of the the actress. Uh, she's in I think she ends up being in Arrested Development. Uh, she's very funny and, and, and a lot of different stuff. But Jerry uh, d- uh, dates a, a woman who everyone likes, and uh, like or or I should say, uh, his parents really like her and she seems really great. And then her friends come up to him and say like It's really great that you're taking her out." And he just starts to think like There's nothing really. He can't see that anything's wrong." But, but it's that, just that like
1: subverts it. Right.
0: Exactly. There's yeah. just, but there's it's not like, you You know, I think like I maybe I'm not remembering the episode really well, but like like Elaine Al- it starts telling him like, yeah, she's much better than like name someone else. And, and then he started Jerry's like, yeah, she is. But but he's like clearly like fantasizing about this woman who was worse for him. Like and yeah. it's, 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 a, it's yeah. just a nice like example of that kind of uh I, I want to say like well again like like a, like a banal but like also socially apprehendable uh, uh, way of looking at like the 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 like the subversion of the of the drive and like how like unconscious works to um, distort our will. Yeah, I good, like that idea. But but, but, yeah. but
1: okay, now let's. I think we do need to work out how that distortion itself is structured like a language, right? Because that sure. seems it doesn't seem. Like that distortion seems f- to fit perfectly with the Freudian idea of the unconscious. Yeah. Mm-hmm, but I'm mm-hmm, not, mm-hmm. it's not clear to me how that works with the notion that the unconscious is structured like a language so, that, Le, you know, that Lacan formulates, right? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah.
0: Well, I, I think t- to me, the way that I've always understood this is that with language, and I mean, you kind of make this point in your comedy book, um, that language is... Uh, full of this is the point you make about um how many words there are to refer to the uh the the male sexual organ that that all that all mean the exact same thing right right um there is a there is like there's an excess and there is there there there's a lack these are the terms of your book but there but there's um there's holes in 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 language there's like there's 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 gaps in meaning there's like an incredible like over determination of like some words and like some phrases and language, um, itself. There are stumbling blocks. I mean, right. Joan John writes about this with sex, like sex is a stumbling block of, of right. sense and that it's the, 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 um, the, the, the impossibility of, uh, of of, 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 certain of signification, uh, which completes language is her point. Um, in sex and the euthanasia of reason. Um, so I, I, to me, that's how I, that's how I have have, have understood it. Is that no? I think it's, that's it's, it's it's more gaps. Like that's that's kind right. of how I, uh, how how I've taken it.
1: No, I got you, I, and I think that's right. But it's interesting that if you just say the unconscious is structured like a language, that's not the first thing that would come to mind for most people, right? No, like that's I true. think there's a way in people which people think about
0: rules, right? Right, Grammar, and I think maybe. that, that yeah.
1: I think that this is why. When you you point out at the beginning of the episode that this is an this is a, an aphorism used to introduce people to Lacan. And mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. And it's used to tie him to structural linguistics. Right. And I think it also makes him seem like a structuralist. You know, like which it makes is it a problem.
0: Yeah. Right,
1: right. If the unconscious is just a structure, like if it's just a structure that determin is determinative, mm-hmm. which I think the the aphorism initially suggests, then I think there's a problem because then it's just, then I think that all that stuff that you just talked about, about the gaps within signification, which I think is what he's getting at. Mm-hmm. But I think it's kind of missed by the, by the way the aphorism is just put.
0: Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Now do you, okay. So, so many, so many things on this. Yeah. I, one, um, I, I mean, you know this, I like to refer to um, in, uh, unpublished manuscripts <laughs> Lacan is a structuralist of the real yeah. Uh, yeah which is to which is to say you know that um Lacan is invested in in structures signifying chains like um and in the unconscious and how like um rules can emerge through uh, repetition uh, which is a way of articulating structure in a way that is wholly not like structural linguistics or anything that is determinative it, the the axis upon which it turns is on like gaps and like in- incoherences which is right. why why i say that like or or the 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 the, the, the impossibility of that which cannot be included um, in signification, which is why I say he's a structuralist of the real. So there's, so there's that on, there's that on one, on, on, on one side, like Le, Lacan's uh, relationship to structuralism, which has to be another episode. We've like teased this of doing a post-structuralism episode. So maybe that makes sense to get into that. Right. right. Um, a couple other things does. So I, I agree with you. I think that, I mean, that's sort of the thing. You agree that, that it's misleading. I do. And I think that's kind of the, um, I understand why, introductory readers to psychoanalysis do this and they do this for lacan Cause it's always like a what can i distill for someone who's reading this for the first time to get something that they didn't know before yeah. and then i mean this as it happens so often with psychoanalysis is that like uh the the insight gets reduced to something that is too simple you know and and right. it seems like there's no, no I think that's, real yeah territory to go to af- afterwards i mean yeah. maybe this happens to other um branches of theory, but I think it hurts psychoanalysis the most. Um, and anyway, uh, so, so that's, that's, that's one thing uh, that's worth talking about. Another thing is, do you think these other phrases of his ameliorate that problem? Do you think that if he had stuck with unconscious as the other's discourse or unconscious as oh. the other's desire? Do you think that, Changes it because yes it, yes okay I do right. I do I so think now, especially oh, oh, hold sorry. on now. oh you know I'll, I'll let you answer and then I'll have I have a a, a, a conflict so yeah please answer okay
1: so I, I think yeah. especially this late one unconscious is the other's desire like I think mm-hmm. that is pretty good I mean I think that doesn't I understand that he thinks he's saying the same thing mm-hmm. but I think that has I think that doesn't have the same. You know, potential for misunderstanding that the unconscious is structured like a language does. So that's what I. So that's what I would say. Because I think, I think when you say language, you, I don't know, it's, you get in trouble. I don't think structured is the is the trouble word. I think language okay. is the trouble word. So anyway, so you you, you hmm. don't you disagree? So go ahead.
0: No, 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 I don't disagree. What what I I I agree with the premise. What I wonder, I mean, this is always my. I mean, I think this actually comes back to like our mirror stage episode, which is that. If I wonder if he had stuck with that, does he end up in introductory readers and psychoanalysis at all? And then I mean oh. like like is it too complicated to put in there? And then does that maybe that's not a problem, but but like I'm um I'm I mean, you know me. I'm I'm always thinking that like there there's like really important serious value in like making this stuff like publicly I mean, it's why we are doing this, like uh, apprehendable and available to a public. And I just I wonder if um I wonder, it, it's, since he does, he moves to the unconscious is astru- uh, structured like a language in seminar eleven, which was the seminar that was attended by the most
1: people. Most people, right? And I right. think
0: the general take on that seminar is it is the most explicable of his, is maybe the most it's uh, certainly the most famous and probably and the most widely read and probably most widely cited. Yeah. for what he gets into. Yeah, um, and I just wonder if that phrase is evidence of Lacan trying to make himself like better Understandable. understood. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, although, although I mean, my point would be that it may, it, it it's a way of making him misunderstood. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. No, so, that, I
0: mean, yeah, right. That's the, um, Rick Boothby's great point about Freud is that the misunderstandings are because it's easy to read Freud, not because he's right. Easy and easy I, I it, think yeah. he,
1: right. Doesn't Lacan always, he always wants to not be understood. So yeah. I, I don't, I think this is part of him like trying to be, cute and trying to be not understood you know like trying to set up this possible misunderstanding of his thought as a i mean he knows people think of him as a structuralist and he's he Mm -hmm. pushes against that and so i think i don't know i don't maybe he's not intentionally trying to make this make that misunderstanding available to people but i think it it certainly does have that effect because i mean everybody i know that doesn't not the lack people, not people that are, know what Lacan's really talking about, but everybody else, mm-hmm. say everybody else in the English department at the University of Vermont other than sure. Hyunjoo Yu mm-hmm. and Hilary Neroni, all the other people, and Sarah Alexander because she's a, somewhat of a convert, but, but all the other people think that Lacan is a structuralist, so, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or a post-structuralist, oh my God, even mm-hmm. worse. Um, so, so And I think it's almost due entirely to this aphorism you know, mm. like, I think that that's, I think that's, so I, I, don't know. So I feel like there's some, there's, there's like this, this misunderstanding that gets created. I mean, I love the way you described it as what he's talking about really is the gaps within language, right? Like that's, mm-hmm. I mean, he could have said the unconscious is the gap is, is the gaps within language. I think that would have been better, but I think, yeah. you know, part of what he's doing is he's, enacting what he's what he his theory right like he's so so he's trying to he he himself believes you can't just say directly what your theory is like you have to these indirections these like misunderstandings are ultimately the way in which you really understand you first have to misunderstand you have to get it you have to first think Lacan's a structural linguist psychoanalyst and Mm -hmm. then you see oh no it's not that it's it's instead what Ryan Ingley thinks. It's, the, you know, like. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I mean, um, Well,
0: and I mean, even the word, uh, even the word choice of language has this like kind of three-tiered problem, right? Of like lang and uh, what you're going to have to do the French because I can't. Yeah, langage,
1: and then And, and then parole. parole. Right. Yeah. So parole is, we can dismiss because it, it's, it's speech. Is out. Right. Speech, Yeah. But yeah, I think it's, I mean, it's so so. Uh, l'inconscient est structuré comme un langage. So it's, he uses the term langage and not long. So long is, it's also the word for tongue. It's interesting that this is one case where the, the word for tongue, like both words, it has it, the, the two definitions of the word are both, in both English and French, are both mm. uh, applicable. So mm. long is tongue, in, uh, long means tongue, which means both like the language that you speak and and just like in English. And but, but langue means language in the larger sense. Like you would say my uh, my ma langue maternelle, my my mother, my mother tongue. So mm-hmm. and langage is much more, it'd be like um, I've said this to you before, like a, a, a langage de foot, like a, a football language. Like it, yeah, you, okay. you know like mm-hmm. the language of football you and I would talk this quite a bit in this language. <laughs> um So, so, so language is in some way more, uh, it can be jargony. Like it can be like the, it can be a a specific, I guess maybe the idiom would be a good word. Like it can be the Mm, idiom of a, of a, of a particular way of a particular group or a particular discipline even. So they could have their own langage,
0: Which can like, can and does like introduce a contradiction. Right, like that's like that's the whole. I mean, that's kind of the whole thing with uh, with with idiom, right? Is that like quite often it, it, it it's like it's it's using words in a way that doesn't make sense in any other context other right. than the idiom, and right. That yeah,
1: yeah. So I yeah. So I like. I mean, so that's interesting that he chooses the word like it. So, yeah. So it could be almost the unconscious is structured like an idiom, right? Like a mm. yeah. So it's like you and I have our own. Idiom, right? And so that's so mm-hmm. idiom is so language is that I think works in that kind of it can be that kind of that way of, of thinking about a language.
0: Is the problem so this is what I'm wondering here is the problem though that that's too private and too like personal, the particular maybe
1: right? And so long would be much more, but I, I mean, language can mean that too, language can mean. This bigger structure as well so I yeah I okay. don't know yeah so I don't know. So I, I mean I think he he's definitely not I think what he likes about it is it sort of spans the difference between public and private mm-hmm. right like I think that's mm-hmm. that's what he's getting at that that langage whereas long I think is is completely public right like that's mm-hmm. the, like that's the big okay. language whereas langage I think can be it's sort of both it's like it's it can be the the bigger language, but it can also be this private idiom that you only Ryan, you and I have, right, or just only football fans have, or whatever, right? Like, the, and it's
0: true, and, and that does change the larger, right? Right, like, like right, that's, like, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Right. So that's but I, that is yeah, interesting,
1: yeah. And I think that this comes this this touches on what I think is one of his most important things that he says when he's talking about the unconscious. When he this is in, I think it's in seminar two where he says he attacks this notion of the Of that Jung's uh, Carl Jung's notion of the collective unconscious, and he says that like the he his point is that the individual and collective are the same, but Mm. I don't I kind of think that's not right. Like I think that I think doesn't he want to say that the unconscious is actually out there in between? Like it's go ahead. You were going to say something.
0: I was just going to yeah. Just like like a uh, like this this point of um of of mediation. That yeah is just, that yeah, like that that, yeah. that not that not that you cannot enter into it like it mediates you i think is is maybe the, the it mediates you and it mediates the social No that, i think that's, that's
1: really cool. well put yeah i think i think that's exactly right like it's the point of mediation that connect and so it's it's ways in which the social is affecting me and in which i'm affecting the social but it's never ways in which work those two things are consciously at work with each other
0: yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, that, that is interesting. Cause for, so to make the back to the, to the, to the young point is that like his, um, I mean, his, isn't his collective, his collective unconscious is like, um, we've sort of talked about this before, but it, it, it's, um, everyone has a private unconscious and then like, it, 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 it's this like, Mythological um, connection between, like, I, I feel like that the, the, for Jung there is not this point of mediation that for Lacan it's is prominent. Is oh, that, that's not, that a, yeah.
1: I think you're right, and I think yeah, that's interesting. I hadn't I hadn't thought of it that way because, but I thought what you were going to say was that for Lacan the problem with the notion of collective unconscious is it makes you think that there is an individual unconscious, right? That oh yeah, sure, sure. You know that it it, it that the like I, he wants to say, there's no difference, but I think if you say that there's mm-hmm. a collective, then you think there is an individual private unconscious. I like this idea that the, in, the unconscious can't be private, and that yeah. it also isn't totally public. That it's it's kind of, as you say, like mediating between the two. I think that works pretty well as a way to think y- about it.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's this, um, you know, a- again, like to to pay. Total like fidelity to the to the idea. It, it, it's not it's not um like liminal space that if like oh if we can just you know orient ourselves a certain way we can have access to this like th- th- these non overlapping points of the two Venn diagram circles. It's it's just like uh it is space which acts upon you and 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 th- and th- this is the I think the the teaching of of the parapraxis. Right. Is that like you, you become a you become aware of that mediation when you are mediated by it. And 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 that I I, I understand why for Jung that kind of inaccessibility is something he doesn't like. Um yeah. but I don't I don't know that I mean, and that's for this is for another episode. I don't know that I think he I just think he doesn't deal with that problem. I think he just decides to not deal with it. And, right. I mean and, I think and, in and, a
1: way he kind of believes in I mean, he doesn't say this, but I think he kind of believes in a subconscious, right? Like, he thinks mm-hmm. you can access it. So so if yeah. you can access it, it's not really unconscious. Like, I think that's—he definitely thinks you can access the collective unconscious.
0: Sure, and there's the issue of immediacy that, that refuses mediation right. with, with that. Yeah. Right,
1: right. When I first read Lacan and I, and I encountered this aphorism, unconscious structured like a language, I immediately thought, like, that's— why isn't that Jung? Like, why isn't he a follower of yeah. Jung? You know, because it mm-hmm, does, mm-hmm. it doesn't, it makes, it kind of lends to the notion of a collective unconscious or it pushes points in that direction, right?
0: Yeah, if that's what Jung meant. Yeah, right. Like, like it's, it's all, I mean, it's kind of more like, like this would have been, again, this would have been uh, bringing, bringing the social, if, if you think that, um, the unconscious in Freud is, is too um, private, which I don't think is a good take because it's basically like he never wrote group psychology and the analysis of the ego. Right. right. Um, but if that's what you think, then, um, then I think the next step is to say like, well then what, uh, structures in inverted commas, like, like every, everyone is language in, 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 you know, in one way or another. And like, is there a way that we can see unconscious in language? Well, I mean, that's the the hallmark example of the unconscious coming out is through speech. Uh, and um, like, like, you know, again, slips of the slips of the tongue. So like, if that's what, if th- that's what you were building, I, th- I think it would make sense, but it's not, it's more, it's not a, um, I mean, this is the point: is that look, look, what Lacan is doing is is a is an extension uh, of Freud, and I think that like Jung's take is a kind of is a is a it's refusal.
1: A, yeah, betrayal, right? Like that's. A, <laughs> I mean, maybe that's yeah, too harsh, yeah. but yeah, maybe yeah, maybe yeah. I mean, but yeah, it,
0: it's it's certainly a refusal of the I think the basic insights, and it it um, and it it what I I think I would say this like in group psychology, like um, like Freud is really explicit about the social. And I think that that's what Jung makes the exchange on yeah. is that like he moves to this uh, collective uh, of just again of like of 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 individual like private um, unconscious that like we have this mythological like um, outside connection that brings us together and that we can that we can access and we are open to it. Yeah, I that think seems the, that, that. Yeah, that, that that's my understanding.
1: Yeah, I think that's right, and I th- so I think the access to it is a problem, and I also think the radical opposition between individual and collective is the problem too. Yeah, so yeah, that, mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. Yeah, that it, you can't. There's not two, and there's one. And I, I love this notion that the unconscious is out there, right? Like I think that the saying that it's structured like a language allows you to think that it's out there and not within, not deep within. And I think so. It gets yeah. you were talking about the problem with the identifying the basement and the psyche. Like I think yeah. that that, if we think of the unconscious as the basement, then we're missing the boat because it's mm-hmm. really, the unconscious is actually the thing more to the outside than consciousness. Like it's the thing that's really out there all the time interacting with people. And I think people read our unconscious in ways that we don't, aren't aware of all the time. You know, that, they, and that, that I think is something that Lacan's getting at with this notion, mm-hmm. the unconscious is structured like a language.
0: Yeah, I mean like I mean this is I think part of what moves him. I think this is in seminar 2 where he talks about extimate, like the yeah. extimate and yeah, the yeah, intimate, yeah. you yeah. know. Like I think that's what moves him to to articulate that that kind of idea, that that which is most that which is most intimate to you is extimate. I don't think I don't think he literally says that, but that's like a way of I think understanding the idea and and like you 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 can see this in like um you know there are. I said I said this to my to my students when I'm making this point that like there are things I don't want to know about them. There are mannerisms and things that I do when I'm about to do something that I'm very likely not aware of, and for them to tell me about them like would be, it'd be too much. There was I even right. had I had a, I had a class one time where I had this student. She was totally on this that I um I say when I'm about to start like putting something on the board I. I go just like, up, I'm like, all right. Okay. Uh, okay. And like I do, and she, I did that and she was just in the back of the room. She was like, okay, like just parroting it back because she knew that. And then like another class, like she did it before I did it. It was all, it was all in good, in good humor, but it was like, it was the first time I became aware of doing that. And I've tried to not do that so much after right. that happened. What's
1: interesting yeah. is even you're trying not to do it is part of the, Way in which it's reflecting the unconscious, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Of course, right. of course.
1: <laughs> no, but that's good. I mean, I think that's a pretty good example of the way, like, that that the unconscious is out, both out there, extimate. I I think that word is really important, and I think it's interesting how that word is tied to structured like a language. That, and mm, I think it mm-hmm. it demands if you think of the unconscious as extimate, then it demands it be understood in the way, it demands that you understand this aphorism unconscious is structured like a language in the way that you said that it's it's this thing that actually skips, it's the point that is skipped within meaning, within what I, mm-hmm. I mean mm-hmm. to say and which was what language means to say. And I think,
0: yeah, I mean, that's, that's one my, that's thing really I should,
1: nice. yeah, I think we should get to that, that, that one of the things he's trying to do is get the unconscious away from the signified and to the mm-hmm. signifier. So away from meaning mm-hmm. and to signification. So I think that's a key, a key idea between yeah. what he's getting at.
0: Yeah, that's the the way the way that I like I, I like to explain this is it's always like if you've been in a fight with someone, it's always what you said that mattered, not what you meant. I mean, everyone understands that. I think right, like right, you know, and right. and 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 that that's sort of the um I mean that's kind of I mean, that that's a, a a banal way of putting the 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 insight, but I think is a way of of starting to starting to get at it. Um and and that's the it's it's the it's the it's the signifier. You know, you can, like if again in a world where people um talked like this. The, they said like, that was that was just the signifier. My signified was, the, you know, like that's what people would be saying. like That's what people
1: would be saying, right.
0: Yeah, I didn't right. mean that. I meant this. It's just like, that wasn't my signified. My signified was this. And then you'd be like, oh uh, no, but that was your signifier. Well, people
1: it's say like, that all yeah. the time, right? Like people say what I, I mean, they just say, I meant to say exactly X, Y, or Z. And I think that that's, I mean, the whole point of psychoanalysis is that you can't take, you take what they said and not what they meant to say. And I think this yeah. idea, I think that, I think that it's, it's it's easy, like there's a way to think of the unconscious wrongly as what I, like this deeper meaning that I have yes. within, right? That's and I think yeah. that's what he's getting, that's what he's trying to get away from. Or I think we could, I think a lot of people identify the unconscious with feeling, mm-hmm. like it's mm-hmm. a feeling I have. And if you say it's structured like a language, then it can't, it's divorced from feeling totally.
0: That's really great, um, and I think like you know because I'm, I'm always obsessed with these. where, like there there are there are moments where like everyone immediately uh, becomes a, uh, a Freudian, like, like an, yeah, ar- yeah an ar- and and it's uh, uh, like I think this was like a month ago. Someone was uh, was on M- MSNBC talking about Bernie Sanders, and they said he and I believe he was a stakeholder in MSNBC, and he said he is a tremendous threat to this company. I mean, country and everyone. <laughs> And everyone was on that. They were like, oh, Freudian slip. Like like people who would never think about Freud otherwise. It was just everyone's on top of that and they're like, yep, that's it. And I just think that's like um – I mean, like, what a what a profound effect on the way uh, yeah. on 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 human communication that uh, that 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 just like it comes out of the woodwork. You see all you, you see it all the time.
1: Yeah. Um, Although you know, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. Boy has a great point that when people say Freudian slip after a Freudian slip, it's a way to try to deflect the unconscious power of the slip.
0: Yeah, <laughs> but, that's really nice. Yeah, that's really I think
1: nice. that's true. I think it really is true because you're you're saying like. If you're like Freudian slip, then all of a all of a sudden you're not really confronting that the fact that my unconscious desire was just manifested.
0: Mm, mm, mm. That's really nice, and so that and uh, and importantly, that is expressed uh, through through language through the um, use of a phrase, right? To um, you think you mean one thing, but it exposes something else this like this this uh this this mediated relation to your unconscious right, right? like is, right. isn't that the point
1: right right i think that's exactly the point like i think that i think that that way of like it gets it and i and i think this is tied to the notion that lacan is a social like creates this more social version of freud like that mm-hmm. that there's something out there that is more like the mediation of the social is more has more insight into me than i have
0: I think uh, I'm teaching Fleabag in one of my classes, which is like, which is wonderful. And there's uh, the, in the second season um, of the show, there's a character. So the, the, one of the conceits of the show is that, that she talks to the audience, like directly to the camera. Mm -hmm. um, And first, and even like go, go so far as to refer to us as, as friends. Like we're, we're being directly addressed. It's like, it's, it's like, that's there from the stage play. And uh, that was imported into the TV series. It's just how it works. And there's, a moment in the second season where there's a character who sees her talk to us and says, where'd you just go? What'd you do? And then, and he also, he also like looks at the camera and it feels very like assaulting. And so you got kind of like two things going on is that you've got this character who is like seeing her like more than, than anybody else does and more than she wants to be seen and us too as the audience. So So you're
1: being seen as an audience in a way you don't want to be seen. You
0: don't want to be seen. Yeah. So, and it's also a great example of psychoanalytic approach to the gaze, which is that like, that's, that is the point at which your mastery over the image fails. You know, like some images are more obvious about this than others, but there's always a point. Uh, where where you know your your desire is uh, is articulated that it, in a way that it saw you before you saw it and then anyway I mean you know, Rear Windows is a great example right when Rear
1: Windows is a perfect uh, example although Rear win- it also is I a know. misleading example because it yeah. it paves the way for the Mulvey understanding of the gaze as the look right ah, the, but
0: that's but that's why it's, it's a perfect example is when when um because it can uh, be
1: misunderstood.
0: Yeah. When mm. yeah, yeah, which like like this I guess. And um yeah, anyway, um d- is there do we want to pay any credence to this whole aphorism being a metaphor? Uh
1: maybe. I mean, I, what's interesting is I think it's a way of for him to introduce metaphor mm-hmm. into psychoanalysis, right? Like a metaphor in the sense can talk about that. What do you mean by that? Like
0: structured like a language? And I, well, yeah, it's, a, yeah. it's a simile, which is a, well, a simile uh, is a version I mean, of a
1: metaphor, right? No well, a simile is like a
0: metaphor. Ha <laughs> ha um, Yeah. So, yeah. I, anyway, I, um, I, my making that stupid joke got me off my train of thought, but okay. the, I don't know. Like, I, I, it's maybe part and parcel what we're talking about that, like, because it's the movement to metaphor, and like, we did we haven't talked about this, but there are other cases where he says unconscious is language.
1: Yes. Yeah, And
0: I just think that there's a, um,
1: that's I, clearly I, a metaphor, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. There there's it. And it has to be, I think it works. I mean, it, it, it can't be one to one. And he, just, there's, he clearly doesn't mean that there's no right. way that he can, he can mean that like the unconscious is language. And then it's like that. So then it's conscious then. Right. Like, it's just like, I can read it in a book and like, I can learn right. all the rules right. and like, you know, like there's no, so that there has to be, it has to be metaphor. And I th- think that it invites misunderstanding and ambiguity and I think that can be the point
1: again yeah again I think that's probably right that he wants to he wants to introduce this a kind of slippage between so that this you have to work through what he what he's trying to get at and then I think Mm -hmm. the point is you can never really fully get at it right like I've I've been Lacan for a long time I'm not I'm still not exactly clear what unconscious is structured like a language. Full. I mean, I, I think it's what you said before, but I, I, I part of me thinks that there's something else lurking in the background behind that, <laughs> that it doesn't. I mean, one of the things he's trying to get at, and I wonder, if this is kind of what you're talking about with metaphor, is that he's trying to link these unconscious processes to the processes of signification, right? Like the, mm-hmm. like the, condes- the, the two that Freud talks about are condensation and displacement, and then he right. lines these up with metaphor and metonymy. Right. And yeah, I think that's yeah. a key that's a key thing that he wants to he wants to think about the way in which our I guess it's about the way in which our desire inflects both as it's been mediated by language, but then how mm-hmm. it also inflects language and gets it like we create metaphors through our desire and we, we like display, we, we, we use metonymy in language also through our, that's the way our desire manifests itself. Right? Mm.
0: I think inflection is, is the, is the big word. I mean, and this is, um, it's arguable that he, I don't think he gets the word from Freud, but this is Freud's point in group psychology is like and Freud's writing this against the idea of mob mentality that yeah. became really popular at the time that he was right i forget who's the person who
1: is uh, Le Bon, i think is who he's
0: there you he's, go yeah you nailed yeah, it yeah. yeah um and and freud just refuses the notion that like people get in a group and they do things that they would never have done otherwise or right. have never have thought like he just thinks this is this is like this is a, a, a total nonsense and his ultimate point is that like the, the The group is inflected in the individual and the individual is inflected in the group. and that I think like, like what Lacan Lacanian reading on that is that like there's a uh, a desire that you can realize in the group that maybe you cannot at the level of the individual. And yeah. like and that this this is the, and this is the the, the relation be- between the two and that this is where you see the the, the mediation
1: of the unconscious that it allows that the group allows you to and allows you to to make things manifest that otherwise would not be manifest.
0: Yeah, I think so. And so then maybe that, that? Yeah. yeah, maybe this gets back to the unconscious as the other's desire. Like that it, it's it certainly that that notion of the unconscious fits in with that idea of the the relation between the group and the and the individual subject.
1: Right. I think that and it also fits in with this notion that the unconscious is between between the individual and the group, which I think is more of... I mean, Lacan directly says that's not true. Directly, Lacan directly says the unconscious is neither individual nor... Or I guess he's... What's he say? It's both. It's both individual yeah. and collective. Right. right or they're right. strictly... Mm-hmm. I think he says they're strictly the same thing. In some strictly R2. the same thing. Strictly that's the same that. thing. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think... But I, I think that can't be right. Like, I think it has to be, and I think it's more Freud's idea that the unconscious is located between, as you said, mm-hmm. as this mediating thing, because I don't think that the collective and the individual are strictly the same, because why else would Freud write the, feel the need to write group psychology, right? Like he's yeah. trying to say that there's something distinct about the collective. And I think, mm-hmm. yeah, go ahead.
0: Oh, no, I just like, I mean, I think that... Um... I I mean I don't even th- like this is one of the, one of these cl- classic moments for us where it's like I don't even think Lacan thinks this like I, I think that um the Pauline letter you know seminar is is all about like um rules order emerging through uh repetition or at least the postscript is um these like the this 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 order and structure that did not exist. Uh, before a series of coin flips in uh, Lacan's example suddenly uh, rules emerge through chance operations to order the way that we like apprehend them as a series later right. and that's that's all about um Well, I mean, that's a, to me, that's, that's the, the structuralist of the real, but that is all about this, like this, um, being mediated by this, like this, this point of uh, impossibility that like, like works like against and through you that you don't have access to. And I I just don't think that the, um, I don't think unconscious is structured like a language I don't know like are are we now at a point in the podcast where we're taking that too literally? I don't know. Like maybe like maybe. I mean, I think maybe
1: yeah. or maybe like what you're getting at is what that the unconscious has a point of or is the point of impossibility? Like I think Yeah. I almost think that would be that's,
0: that's like, pretty good. I think yeah,
1: that's I almost think it would be a better formulation. Like I feel like I get, I I never have been I never I don't think I've ever quoted this once and I don't, I don't feel totally comfortable with it and I think because I feel like I mean I understand your point from the the coin flip one and that does mm-hmm. make but but even from there I think I would say the unconscious is the way is is the way impossibility manifests mm-hmm. itself in the psyche right or or mm-hmm. I don't know mm-hmm. something like that like I think that's what's key about that example of the series like it's about certain things become impossible because of the way that the structure is is laid out it,
0: that that is true it's it's an impossibility that didn't exist before right like and, and so the so rules and impossibility emerge at the same time right like, and it's like, the impossible,
1: it's, like it's also the impossibility of me just saying directly what i mean right like that's the other yes. that's the yeah. other impossibility that's attached to the un, or maybe the impossibility that's attached to the unconscious like i it is so if it's the impossibility of just saying what i mean then it's the thing it's the thing that's constantly derailing what i mean and i think suggesting that it's that it is language or that it's structured like a language i feel like that doesn't quite get at that i think it, it i think it really i almost think this is a i, I hate that i'm saying this but that it's it's <laughs> okay. a kind of it's a regression from what freud is really mm. getting at i don't know
0: what if what he and this is funny because we've just made a big deal about like it's not what you meant it's what you said yeah. but what if what he means okay is that language is the uh, like kind of what you just said, language is a condition of possibility to make yourself understood and to make meaning. And you can't like the, 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 like you cannot reach a totality of, yeah. of, of, meaning, a completeness yeah. of meaning. I, if we could, this would not exist. Also, no one would ever talk to anyone. I don't think like, just like, like language would be this like utterly superfluous thing. If you could just make yourself understood. Yeah. Uh, yeah. so, so, is that, maybe, I don't know, is that, is that some way of thinking about this? About, like, like unconscious is structured like a language is, like, the unconscious, like, through language we grasp that um, possibility and impossibility are, like, the conditions of possibility for each other. And that this is, like, is this the way to, to like, this is the, the unconscious is this, this impossible point of, like, rearticulation into the into the, the symbolic, but it is the condition for it to exist at all.
1: Is that, yeah, what do you think? I think that's right. I think what you're saying is right. And I think so, if I put it this concisely, see if you Go ahead, yeah. like this. So that so that impossibility is the basis for our, is our condition of possibility for speaking, mm-hmm, right? Like so yes. that we have certain things yeah. that are impossible and that's what makes it possible for us to interact at all. Yes. Okay, that's but that, yeah. okay, I know that, okay, and I like that that's really good the way you, form, but that seems like that takes a lot of interpretive, yeah, that's uh, true. <laughs> manu- maneuvering <laughs> it's to, get, to get that out of the you unconscious know, is yes. structured like a language. And like a language. what's interesting yeah. is, I don't think all, all the people that, like, not only I don't say that, like, I don't think Slavoj doesn't say it that often. I don't think yeah. Joan says it that often. I don't think Alenka yeah, says true. it that often, you know? So I think it's not, it's interesting that it doesn't have this among people that are like thinking about Lacan theoretically and thinking about this...
0: Among the hardcore.
1: Yeah. That's, that's, that's us. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like I don't think, I think that they, they don't refer to this aphorism, whereas I think they do refer mm-hmm. to the other aphorisms, like the sexual difference one. A lot, right?
0: That's interesting. I mean, that's and that's kind of the whole thing that's fascinating about this. I think this is more widely known than any of the others. Certainly more... The last one we did was... Was the last one we did Cynicism? Which is the non no, The last error. one we did
1: was the subject is the subject... Uh, signifier represents a subject for another subject signifier. For another signifier. Yeah. yeah, there
0: we go. Yes. Um, so, okay, that's like... I think you kind of have to be... You have to be about this life to know that one. Right. And right. then certainly um, the non-duped error is a deep cut. Yeah. Um, I think the the ethics of psychoanalysis, maybe that, that, that gets into other
1: Yeah, more I think more uh, that, people know about that. Like a, a popular thing on Lacan probably would have don't give ground relative to your design. Yeah, or that's something. true. That's yeah. probably
0: but this this one I, I would say outstrips them all. By far. I, I would say by, by far. By far. Yeah. And so interesting. So is the most I mean I just think it's I a, think it's that's maybe the same thing the same thing with mirror stages. Like so what do you do with this? Is the most popular thing. So do you so is mm-hmm. is is it the point to supplant it?
1: Yes, or you know, yes. like like yes. It, like we, yes. we
0: need to treat this in mirror stage as total MacGuffin, you know, and then uh, to move on to the other stuff. Yes, or like yeah, uh, yes. th- that's that's your position. that's my that's my <laughs> position. But I
1: you know I always have the most extreme position on everything. Like
0: I say. slash and burn McGowan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, I know.
1: But but that's I really think that like I think, but it is it is like utterly fascinating that. The two things that we notice that people that are kind of in mm-hmm. don't—I hate to think that I'm part of some in crowd somewhere—but people that are in,
0: <laughs> don't worry, I'll reject you. Okay, reject good. you at the beginning of this episode. Yeah, good. You're not good. a part of this.
1: Uh, okay. Um, but the people that are really that are in the know, that know what—that at least think they know what Lacan's talking about—that they don't make reference to it almost at all, and that people yeah. who are just trying to learn about Lacan in, in an introductory way, like that's the thing that's drummed into their, drummed into their head. I—it's just. I find it I wonder if it's true sort of universally and I don't think it is. Like I don't think mm, like mm-hmm. if you want to understand Nietzsche maybe the mm-hmm. first thing someone would say they'd say like okay, overman, eternal return mm-hmm. and but that's what people who really understand Nietzsche talk about.
0: Yeah, interesting.
1: So it's interesting. not like it's it's different. It's not I think there's something about psychoanalysis, that's what I would say. Or maybe mm-hmm. it's Lacan because he tries to be misunderstood, but I think it's psychoanalysis that the key concepts for people that are that understand it aren't the same or they're not yeah. the things that get popularly disseminated right
0: yeah i think i think my position is We're the like I, I mean i just said that i, I said this in, in mirror stages that like i think that these are you know because i learned this when i worked at walmart todd yeah is that there are not problems there are only areas of opportunity
1: all right right okay did i ever tell Can you the
0: story when i was working and uh I was early. It was like early for me. I didn't usually do the early shift, but I was in like a little before seven and there was no one in the store. And, um, but there was a, a woman who was with a, um, a seeing eye dog in training and it was very nervous and it just, it took, it took a dump in sporting goods. <laughs> it just, it took a dump in sporting goods. And it's not, not his fault, you know, whatever, but over yeah. the walkie, over the walkie, uh, walkie talkie, <laughs> what you heard was, there's an area of opportunity for a custodial worker in sporting goods, because <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a problem. Wasn't so, a problem. anyways, so this is so Walmart is shaping my my attitude here. I don't know if yeah. I told that story in this podcast before or not. Or I don't say, think, I don't think you have because
1: told- I've never okay. heard it. So.
0: You've never heard it. Okay, all right. Well, um, so.
1: I have, although I have a Biden-like memory, so
0: <laughs> that's pretty good. And it, Biden's a pretty good example. Unconscious being structured like a language, right, right, right. Yeah, full, full of, uh, full of gaps, yeah. lies, and misremembrances. Uh, so, yes. anyway, um, I think that these, um, I think these are areas of opportunity. I think that the, to to treat them as skeleton keys to um, bring together like other other ideas either both with Lacan and, and with Freud. I mean, it's kind of as we've done in this podcast, we've used this as an opportunity to talk initially about id, ego, superego, right. We Talk a little bit about group psychology. We've talked a little bit about drive. You know, we've talked about like uh, discrepancies with like, um, between what L- Lacan is positing and, uh, what, uh, Jung did. And then also like depth, um, psychology, right. right. Like, right. um, I I, I, that's, that's, that, I think that's that's my position. Like I, I totally can you work with this phrase to proffer greater understanding of other parts of Lacan? I don't know. Um, but I do think it helps to put to snap him into relation with, uh, with other ideas. That's, thats that's what I think. And I think it's the same with mirror stage.
1: Is no, that, I think like, that it, works it, it's fine. A, it's,
0: a, it's a link, I think. Yeah. No, be, I think that can works. Be explored and exploited. Yeah. Yes,
1: I think it works fine. I think that works fine. Except, okay. Now I'm going to say what I really think.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Your favorite thing, right? Except, well, I totally agree with you, Ryan. And I'm going to disagree. Yeah. With
1: you. <laughs> we've had several <laughs> listeners have pointed that out to me that, <laughs> that so my funny. way of attacking you is to start with. I totally it's agree.
0: unconscious <laughs> violence. Yeah. That's yes, okay. That's good. Go okay, ahead. Um, I can take it. I,
1: yeah. Okay, but I no, I'm not going to say I totally agree. Or I'm going to say except. I think that that's not what happens, right? Like, okay, like okay. the people that are using it as a mm. as a as an intro to Lacan are using it to to make people think Lacan everything. is right that he's a structural yeah. linguist that, that yeah, and, okay. and that's what they a, well I should say a lingu, structural linguist psychoanalytic yeah, yeah. thinker right like that 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 that's what he's brought to. To Freud, and I think that that's the and that you know,
0: far outstrips any positive. Like, like, any and I, I really, I really mean, yeah, I really mean. This is a question. So that the the capacity for that to be have been brought into negativity. Like, uh, oh, I'm sure this is just what Bordwell thinks of Lacan, if he right. thinks of him ever. Like, right. so you and you think that is just there's no positivity that can be taken from this because of the situation. Well,
1: I just think on the balance, it's worse. I mean, I think, you know what I mean? Like, I think it's like like if you have a, there's some positive, some negative, but I think the negative outweighs it. So, Okay. Yeah, so I I, I want to. This is an aphorism I want to dump in the ocean. <laughs>
0: you want to do? You want to replace it with any of the other ones? The unconscious is the other's discourse.
1: I know. I like the other conscious, the other's desire. Yeah, that's what I wanted to replace it with. Because then, like, where's the where's the like? That's what he so he says that later, right? That's very Where late. Is that? It's very late. It's in the guiding remarks for a convention on female sexuality in the sixties. So, okay. very late, and I think that that I feel like that. Maybe he was even himself coming to this. Although hmm. it's not true because in Seminar 20, which is in the 70s, he said, This is where he has this famous saying where he says, I, The unconscious is structured like language. And then he says, I say like so as not to say. And then he goes, I come back to this all the time that the unconscious is structured by a language. So there he's distinguishing like and by. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. he still is invested in the like. So this unconscious, the other's desire, is just a one off that he he Mm -hmm. says and doesn't really, it doesn't kind of go with what he he says other times.
0: But is that the, is this like the classic thing where like when Lacan is most Hegelian is when he thinks he's the least, is the time when Lacan is most Lacanian is when he, it's the one-off when he thinks he's not? Yeah, the
1: one time, I think that's what I would say. Like I think, hmm. I think that you know I mean it gets to the other aphorism that we haven't talked about the the desires the desire of the other right and right, right. what exactly that means I think that's a hard one to, I mean I don't I don't think it's hard I think it just is not overtly clear what that means mm-hmm. and I think you have to understand that, that to understand this that the unconscious is the other's desire but I think this I think this like don't you th- like you couldn't understand it in a you couldn't make this into a structuralist Kind no, of, it's certainly true, right? Yeah, right. I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. so I think it I don't know.
0: There's no where's de, where's desire in the, the structural linguistics. You know, like it's, it's right. not right. So yeah, yeah, I agree with that. But I but
1: that. yeah, but but it does the job of getting the unconscious out of the private, right? Like that's what, yeah, mm-hmm. because it mm-hmm. says the other, like it has, and it's it's right. a big other. It's like the unconscious is the big other's desire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that is a. I don't know. I feel like that would be a. Like he he was sort of stumbling around, and and he probably misremembered his own formulation. <laughs> well, I didn't. don't
0: like I don't like this Bidenization of, of that you're <laughs> making of Lacan. <laughs>
1: <sighs> I'm sorry. Yeah. No, it's yeah, all right. So <laughs> no. I mean, I think the yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. I apologize to him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mea
0: culpa mea culpa yeah, right yeah yeah, yeah yeah uh
1: but i do think that this is the i think he hits on what is the better formulation let me just put it that way like i think okay, he, okay. he i think he hits on it and he's just you know it's in the, it's in the, a convention on female sexuality that i don't think he I, I think he was talking and i think he probably maybe he just didn't even have it written down and just you know was talking and then <laughs> subsequently wrote it down i don't know but mm, and anyway. mm.
0: No, that's interesting. I mean, it'd be performative of the idea, wouldn't it? I mean, if yeah. that's how it happened. Like, yeah. uh, I don't remember. Th- that's, probably I yeah. that's probably not true. That's probably not true. Like, I think he that's...
1: probably wrote out his talk and, and yeah. did it. The other thing, I wanted to say one last thing that I thought. I was yeah, sure. thinking I was thinking that um, this notion that the unconscious is structured like a language, I think it, doesn't it really uh, help to make sense of, of form in artistic works. And I was thinking of specifically of oh. film cause that's what we always, or I always talk about. Um, mm-hmm. you always talk about television. Um, it's true. But I was thinking of like violations of the, of, of cinematic rules for filming, right? Like <laughs> the, like a jump cut in mm. film, like in breathless when there's a jump cut or a violation of the 180 degree rule where you feel like that the, the characters have flipped around. Like there's a mm-hmm. mode, they're very famous one in getaway. Uh, the, the Sam Peckinpah movie with uh, Steve McQueen there, Steve McQueen and Ali McGraw are talking in a train station and they're about to, like, he feels like she's betrayed. She's slept with a, with a prison uh, official in order to get him paroled. Mm-hmm. And, and she did it because she loved him, but he, right. <laughs> and then he's like, he's, she's like, don't do this. Well, you might get arrested again. And he's like, and he goes, well, you can always sleep with another few guys. <laughs> and she's like, she's like, really? You like I've got you out of prison to do, you know, and then right then there's a, there's a violation of the 180 degree rule. So it's clear uh, that. It's flipped. Yeah, that's really yeah, nice. Yeah. So yeah. that they're like, it's able to, and so I think like something didn't fit within this, that, that, that cinematic scene. And then mm-hmm. the, the fact that it, something didn't fit or, or maybe, does like desire erupted, right? Like that's what mm. that's kind of what the, the 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 flip the the flip of the 180 degree rule or the flip of the jump cut. Like this is where desire is erupting in the in the image.
0: That's interesting. So, it's, I, I are you now? <laughs> okay. So yeah. So that that's 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 making the uh, the 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 case for. Uh, unconscious is the others uh, no 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 i'm exci- yeah.
1: that, actually i was trying to accept the notion the unconscious is structured like a language i, I know thinking,
0: I, I know but it ended up but i know that i knew that but then it ended up being a, a case for the other one
1: <laughs> i know it's because i can't i can i only yeah. can think in terms of desire because i think yeah. like what he's really he even says like the unconscious is desire right like i, so yeah. I feel like there that that's early on so i feel like mm-hmm. whenever you say the unconscious is structured like a language you 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 minimize the way in which the unconscious is desire that erupts. And like, even that when we were talking earlier about the way that it, 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 it distorts the will, it, it, it Mm -hmm. like shades everything. It inflects everything. Like even Mm -hmm. that, I feel like saying it's the the other's desire works better than, yeah. Saying it's structured like a language. I don't know.
0: I mean, unlike, I mean, I, I think that the... Again, this is the, like, what does he mean? What does he say, right? Is yeah. that, like, language is a distortion, I think is the fundamental point. Right, right. I mean, that's what and, you've
1: been saying yeah. all along. Yeah. And, and I think, yeah. yeah, I need to be told that many times because <laughs> I keep... I, keep I, I mean, the problem is I understand... I, I, imme- I, you know, intrinsically understand language the way everyone does as structure. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. I, I think to understand it as distortion requires you to already be Lacanian. I think that would be my mm. final point, that that <laughs> to understand this thing properly, this aphorism properly, you have to already be Lacanian. And that's why people that are Lacanian don't use it. They don't mm. use it.
0: Be- because it seems like evident. It idea. seems self-evident. Or the, or like, the idea is, is better expressed in, in uh, uh, other phrases. Other phrases. And ideas. Right, yeah. right,
1: right. And if you want to try to communicate it if you want to try to communicate what lacan's doing to someone else you don't want to have recourse to this idea because you can see the avenues for misunderstanding that it opens up
0: well listen i think that we've now we have two chapters in our book that we we have to write about a new introduction to psychoanalysis and i think um i'll cuz i don't think you want to i'll write one on this and on mirror stage contrary your two <laughs> chapters on why we should dis- disband and dismiss them so i think that this has been generative for that because I I, I I i hear everything you're saying i see the points i i just think that there is territory to work with it i just think and i, and I know that no one's done it so like i can't yeah. appeal to a, uh, a a lack of evidence as, a, as evidence from for my case but i think that like to work with this idea in mirror stage, it it need not be the way that it plays out in like, you know, Norton uh, readers and stuff like that.
1: Yeah. I mean, which which
0: of course it has. And and that's your point. And like, so like we need to move to new, new territory. Um, but I think that like, well, you know me, I think it can be quilted.
1: And right, I mean, all the evidence yeah. is on my side. That's all.
0: I'm that's all. That's all there is. Yeah. Right.
1: Right. <laughs> I mean, I look. I mean, we do too many more of these podcasts. I'm going to be anti-Lakian because I keep, <laughs> I keep turning away from the things that, that are that are these supposed groundworks of his of his thought. Right. Yeah. That's I funny. Don't I don't know. I mean, I feel like that. I, yeah, I just, I, but I, I mean, it's all in the service of trying, but to better under, make it better understood. Yeah, of course. And I feel oh, of course, of like, yeah, course. and I feel like no, I mean, I, I'm, I'm perfectly willing that at some point it'll be it. I'm, I've broken away, right? So. <laughs>
0: Slashing burma That's it. I know it's terrible.
1: It's terrible. Yeah. yeah. So I think the lesson. I think we have different lessons this time because for me the lesson is don't say the unconscious is structured like a language.
0: And the lesson is if you do say it, you need to understand that it is a, a dog taking a
1: shit in sporting
0: goods. It isn't area. Hey, of
1: that's pretty good, Ryan. I like that. I like that. Walmart. There's an infinite number of lessons in oh, Walmart. Oh, wow, absolutely. Teach. So maybe that's the better lesson. Like, get a job at Walmart.
0: Oh, nah, all right. Nah. No, that is not. <laughs> nah, <that's- laughs>
1: okay. Actually, I have a better lesson. Already Wa- got. Watch Getaway. Watch ah, getaway. there we go. It's a really that's, that's good, good Yeah, watch Getaway and and watch the 180 degree rule occur, and then see that's the unconscious.
0: All right. Okay. All right. Okay. Fair, fair enough, Todd. Over and out. Over now, Todd. Thanks so much. <laughs>